Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of Two Lit Tuesdays right here on Indie with your girl Nakia. I'm so excited to be here with you guys this evening. You know what? For the new year, 2020, when it rolls around, I'm going to have another catchphrase for myself, all right? Because I'm always excited, you know, to be on the show uh, and to just be before my listening audience. So I need something, you know, that's going to describe me a little better than excited. Like I need a big, huge word. You know what I mean? So we're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. Uh, I thank you for joining us this evening, uh, but I am. I'm super excited to have my guest here this evening. Um, we debuted uh, her music, uh, the, the track entitled Take Me, I'm Yours. We debuted it back in October. You know, it's been on rotation or in rotation on New Music Mondays. Um, I love the song. I love the concept behind the song. Um, I, I love, and I want to say this, and, and don't take me, you know, don't take it the wrong way, but the place that she was in uh, when the song was created, I love everything about that. And we're going to talk about it more, you know, once we get, you know, uh, Linda on with me. But I, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, sit back and, and, and hang tight because tonight's interview is going to be really special. I feel it. All right. Let me back up just a little bit. If you missed New Music Mondays last night, crazy, crazy episode, like the first of the first, really. Um, for what we did last night, you know, Indie Fire's hip hop entertainment news um, show. And last night, you know, because we always say that New Music Mondays accept all genres of music, right? So <laughs> we've been getting a lot of music, um, different um, labels are sending in all types of music. You know, October we had, you know, the music from Germany, a little trance, a little EDM, whatever, but it wasn't too far from what we're used to hearing, you know, on the show. Well, last night, we had some country, we had some rock, we had some pop, we had R&B, we had hip-hop. Yo, it was crazy in here last night. Um, and the energy, you know, was, was crazy as well. So thank you again to Scope Radio for um, those submissions of those artists. Um, our featured artist for the month is uh, Tim Trilioni from New Orleans. Um, got a crazy, crazy, crazy sound. Uh, Afro beats mixed with a little bit of hip-hop, mixed with a little bit of R&B. You know, so make sure you tune in on Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can hear our featured artist again, Tim Trilioni, as well as those entries for, um, from Scope Radio. Um, who else we have? Lavina Live was on. Um, who else? 
oh, of course we have to go back across the pond and, you know, give you a little bit of that um, Human on a Mission by Robbie Rapp. Make sure that you are listening to that, his uh, debut self-entitled EP, again, Robbie Rapp, um, out of the U.K. So, yeah, um, I'm excited to see what's going to go in rotation for next week because I know we got a lot of music. And as I explained, you know, before, that show is a little different than most, you know, you, you people, um, radio stations, they put music in rotation and there's not a lot of talking. And, you know, I like to be able to um, give you, cause you know, I critique music. So I like to be able to give you um, my opinion on, you know, the music, but because we're getting so much music and I want to be able to get everybody in, um, I'm going to cut back on my talking, which is going to be hard because you guys know I love to from my mouth. I'm going to cut back on the talking and give you guys some music because I know that's what you're there for on New Music Mondays. Again, if you want to submit to New Music Mondays, um, you can email Monica at info at IndieFireRadio.com. Please make sure your music is at least, you know, within the last 30 to 45 days. Call New Music, uh, maybe 60 days. All right. Um, and in the subject line, you want to put New Music Mondays submissions. And as I explained last night, um, uh, normally, you know, somebody gets back with you if you email or DM. Somebody will get back to you within, you know, 10 hours, all right, top. Monica's on bed rest, all right? And as you all know, Monica's been with me since since the very beginning. And her husband's military, and now they're in Germany. So she's been doing everything behind the scenes, like really, really behind the scenes from over there. Well, now she's on bed rest. And she will be for the next, the remainder of the pregnancy, which is, you know, um, she's doing January, but it looks like they're going to take the babies plural. Yes, guys, got two babies, uh, twins, um, the end of December. I think she said the 21st of December, the 20th of December. So if responses are very delayed, like I'm trying, you don't, you don't understand. We have like five um, email accounts for the show. And so I'm trying to, jump in there and, you know, fill in what I can fill in. But I do have two individuals that are responding to emails and DMs and inboxes and all that good stuff. So if, you know, there's a delay, now you know the reason. All right. This coming Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will have a motivational speaker, author, entrepreneur, counselor, who there's like 10 more, you know, titles up under her name. But you get the point. Um, Kiwan Fitz-Webster will be here with me 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday the 7th. And then on Saturday, yes, guys, we're back to Saturdays. Not he said, she said Saturdays. Indie Fire Saturdays. Um, we, because we are booked until the middle of January. And I had no intentions, you know, like normally around the middle of November, then I open up December, right? I didn't get the opportunity to open up December. It filled up really quickly. And so I said, you know, well, we're, we can't take no more. Like, we got a waiting list. And, but people were like, no, because we couldn't get in for November. So um, we're booked until the middle of January now, which is good. I'm, I'm not complaining at all. I just hate the fact that I can't get everybody in. So we are having a few Saturday shows. This month we have two. We may add a third one. And then next month we have one. Uh, we may add a second one. All right, so Saturday the 9th of September, the 9th of November at 7 p.m. We go back to 7 p.m. times on Saturdays. So 7 p.m., J.A. Butler, she's a published author, and she's with Dream Wake Work Publishing. You guys know them, right? That's our girl, Sarah, um, out of Philly. So we have had the opportunity to have all of her authors on the show this year, less one, and that one will be here in December unless she finds somebody else. Um, so, 
you know, I, I said that to say we've had to add some additional categories to the Indie Fire Radio Awards show, which we're coming up on December the 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right back here um, for the second annual Indie Fire Radio Awards show. And we've had to add, you know, because we've had so many authors this year, we've had to add, you know, some literary awards in there also. It's going to be funny because a lot of her authors are going to be, you know, on the, the nominations. They'll be there together. <laughs> so you're up against your pencil, so your brother. I thought that was funny. Um, either way, make sure that you tune in. Um, promo for that will begin um, in about two weeks. Nominations will not go out until the beginning of December because, of course, we have, you know, the shows that are in December. Um, but nominations will go out the beginning of December, right? So that is the second annual Indie Fire Radio Awards show on December the 28th, Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right? I'm tired now, man. Yo, I do want to say this. I don't have a lot of hip-hop news at all um, because I've been trying to catch up on, you know, I I went to that dinner concert this weekend, and I should not have um, because now I'm (laughs) so behind in my homework. I mean, I'm really behind to the point, like, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to do it type of behind, you know? So I haven't really, you know, seen what's going on. I mean, I've seen it, but it's like in one ear and out the other. What I did see today was your boy, Jacquees, you know, he's the self-proclaimed king of R&B now, right? So his new album is coming out soon, and he released the cover to the album today. Why that boy got king of R&B? As the, I don't know if that's the title um, or if, if he's just, you know, just proclaiming it on the, the album cover or what. But somebody need to talk to him. That's all I know. Somebody need to talk to him because that's, that's, he's not the king. He, he wasn't even the prince, like, of R&B, you know? And the way he's, he's, he's putting on, he's looking like, you know, the, the jester of R&B now. Yeah. Right, so I'm going to keep you posted on – posted. I'm going to keep you posted on, um, yeah, that release and, you know, how, how all of that goes. All right? Our guest this evening is recording artist Linda Washington. She is a breast cancer survivor and a survivor of domestic violence. Linda was ready to date again after surviving breast cancer. She was physically, mentally, and verbally abused. Linda recalls being told that she needed to get used to being treated that way because she wasn't a real woman anymore. Hearing this hurt her spirit, so much so that she stopped dating for 10 years. Yo, I'm going to have to interject right here because I didn't go through any of this. And I pulled myself off the market for years. And if somebody that has gone through this can find love again there's got to be hope for me right close brackets uh she even pushed away from the one person that saw her and not her scars or cancer linda says that she let fear take over and lost her one true love man Uh, linda wrote her song take me i'm yours to help other survivors not to give up on love she wants them to know that they are beautiful inside and out and not to let anyone tell them differently. And as I've been saying, you know, we've been talking about this song every every time, you know, it played, and I gave my little two cents on it. You know, I said it was, it's really amazing how someone can go through not only um, surviving breast cancer, but a domestic violence survivor as well. Not only can you um, find love in yourself, and you can allow people to love you, but you're able to express love and do so through your lyrics. That takes um, 
so much courage and so much strength. Uh, any final listener audience, I present to you this evening my guest, the recording artist, Linda Washington. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Let me tell you something. I meant to tell you this earlier um, when we were talking. Your voice is, and in, in, I heard it in your song, but your voice is so is so calming and relaxing. It took a long time. <laughs> but thank you. I'm sure. I'm sure. Thank you again for joining me this evening. You could have been anywhere. But again, you're taking the time out of your busy schedule to get free of yourself um, and of your time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Um, what was like? What was it like for you growing up as a child? Um, it was hard. I mean, it was like any other childhood. You know, um, I had um, seven brothers and sisters, so. It was hard. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. I'm an only child, and at times I thought, you know, this is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people think only kids are spoiled, but I thought, you know, this is hard. Like, because, you know, I wanted the bigger family. I wanted siblings and, and all of that. So um, things that people always say, you know, no, you had it easy. And, no, I really didn't because mentally it was hard for me. Um you know, just, just the whole thing. I talked to authors, and they mentioned how, you know, they kept journals as they were little boys or little girls. And, and I thought about it. You know, I used to do the same. Like, I had a very creative imagination, and I would make up all types of stuff um, to to kind of fill that void of being an only child. So I can only imagine what it was like with seven siblings. Yeah. Where do you, where do you fall at? Are you in the middle? I'm the middle child. I'm the middle. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's the hardest. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Like, I have four kids, but I have oh, okay. three boys Three boys and a girl. So it's like two boys, then my daughter, and then my, my youngest son. So my middle son has it's always been like, you know, because my daughter really doesn't even fit in that mix. It's like three boys and a girl, you know. So my uh-huh. middle son has always that, you know, he's always felt that middle child syndrome, even though in actuality he isn't, he's a middle son, but you know, he's always felt that middle child syndrome. So I kind of know, you know, from from his point of view, I know what you're talking about when you say, uh, the middle child. Yeah, yeah. the middle one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come from a musical uh, family or a musical background? The only musical background I came from was church. I was in the church choir. That's it. Um, that's and where I, I learned to sing. Yeah, that's the bulk of the females that I've had on the show. Um, that's where um, their roots were, you know, they were rooted in the church, in the church choir. Exactly, um, yeah. Were you forced to sing in the church choir like I was? or you know, No, I loved I it. Doing? You loved I it? I liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, for me, it was the complete opposite. Not that I can't sing. But everybody in my family, they're all ministers, you know, um, reverends, bishops. And so it's like, you don't have a choice. you got to be in a choir. You know, my mother's a pastor. You're like, you got to be in a choir. Oh, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. PK, you know, they, they, we, like, we're, you know, we rebel. 
And so that's not something that I wanted to do. I didn't enjoy doing it. Even though I love to sing, didn't like mm-hmm. singing in the church. I'm the opposite now, you know, catch me on Sunday mon- Sunday morning in the church choir, you know. Uh, but nobody can <laughs> get to tell me, nobody can get family song or anything, play the instruments. No. Wow. No. Nope. Wow. So listening to um, this single that we have, Take Me, I'm Yours, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, you are in the R&B genre? Yes. For somebody who has not heard or had, you know, shame on them, they haven't had the opportunity to hear, Take Me, I'm Yours, what, describe your sound. It's a little bit of um, R&B and a little bit of pop, just slow, like like it back in the day, the slow music, you know, where everything had a meaning and you understand what the music was about. And that music I'm so appreciative of. Um, nothing is wrong with this new age R&B. Like I've had a lot of old school and old soul um, male R&B artists on the show this year. And they want to bring back that, you know, music that really had music. You know, now yeah. the artists out now, you know, you're talking about your feelings, you're expressing your feelings, but there's something, it's not as, as passionate now as it was um Back, want to say like the nineties. It's not as passionate. Yeah. Now. You know, it really. When you think of R and B, you think of rhythm and blues, and you're not even you're not feeling any of that now. It's just I don't know what R and B stands for now, but I don't really feel what I felt, you know, back then. And I could tell in the song, even though, you know, um, just hearing where or how the song was created, you could still tell. You know, you have that that old school vibe, um, something like really sweet and, um, gosh, what's the word? Um, it, it takes you to a place that, you know, you, of course you can relate to it, but it takes you, uh, you're able to go on a ride with uh, this, this track, you know what I'm saying? From the beginning to the end, you're able to feel everything. I don't want to keep talking to you like in third person, but you can feel where this artist is coming from, from the beginning to the end. You take that ride with her, you know, from the time the song opens to the time the song ends. You know, you, you feel everything about the song. I want to keep talking about it because I'm going to give it to you in just a minute. Um, but <laughs> r with a little bit of pop, um, who would you say influences the style? Wow. A lot of people. I used to love the whispers, the dramatics, the stylistics, um, Luther Vandross, um, people, well, not people, Barry White. You like, like you might be around my age. You you talk about Luther <laughs> and, and Barry and the whispers and man. Yeah. So yes, Frankie Beverly was, and May, the Isley Brothers. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. All of those. Yeah. My my father was um, huge in in the music industry and I don't think there was a um a forty five vinyl that he did not have. Everything new that came out, he had it. And he instilled all of that in me, like the love and the passion for 
um, this industry. And so all of that older music, even though, you know, they're probably 20 years older than me, that's what I grew up with. <laughs> so my mm-hmm. daughter's the same way. She's very old folks. She loves everything that's old. Not really into this new stuff, but she likes all of the old stuff. Um, and, and I, again, yeah. I just think that music, that music then, um, they were saying stuff. You know, now it's, you know, about how many females you can bag, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. It's all mm-hmm. about that now. It, granted, you know, some people can relate to that, but it's not the music I feel like we need to be filling our heads with, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, when did you first begin to take music seriously? Um, I was playing around with it, but... um. Just this year. Just this year. Which shocked me. That shocked me. Like, Why? <laughs> I normally go and, and stalk, you know, people's social media. I get all the information about them. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know nothing about this lady. Like, she's incognito. I don't know nothing about her. And today, I actually did find, like, a hashtag on on Instagram and um, from, like, back in April. And it was talking about this track, and I was like, wow, so I think this is her first single, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm to you, and I think this, this, your voice is so seasoned, you know? And I guess that's from, if you've been doing it for a while and just not have taken it seriously, then you do have the time to uh, perfect your craft and, you know, do things the way you need to do. So, I, again, it, it just blew me away. You know, and guys, you'll hear what I'm talking about. If you haven't heard this single, you hear what I'm talking about. I'm not ready to give it to you yet, but it's, you know, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, what's your writing process like? Do you do you have to fill uh, the beat first and then your lyrics come, or is it the other way around, or is it a combination of both? It's the other way. I um, do my lyrics and then try to... Um, um, play my um my tune in my head to what I want to what my lyrics are, what I want my lyrics to be played to when I was writing so I would, when I was writing I was the same way a lot of people got to hear the music first and then they write mm-hmm. I have to write first and then go through music music on top of music until I can find what's perfect what's going to fit you know, and again, I can hear a tune in my head, um, and my uh, producer, I can go to him and just hum and say, hey, that's what I want, you know what I mean? And he'll yeah. come back and give me what I want. We work well together. Everybody's not that perfect, but you know, we work well <laughs> But again, I have to write, you know, because um, I'm a writer, so I have to get everything out first, and then go back and, and add the music. So I feel you. I feel you on that right there. Hey now, what's good? It's your girl, Jana Blackwell, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, and you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire, with your host, Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip-hop hits, Indie Fire. Thank you, Jana. C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul. Uh, hey, guys, if you're on Spotify, look look for Jana Blackwell. She, she made... Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but she made a Spotify playlist today um, with some uh, major hitters in the industry. Yeah, <laughs> So, big ups to Jaina. 
Um, if you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Two Witch Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. And I'm live this evening with my very, very special guest, a recording artist, Linda Washington. So um, songwriters are often encouraged to um, write or talk about things that they know of. How have your life experiences impacted the music that you're writing? Um, it impacted my life because it, it took a lot um it took a lot off of me when I write. When I write it just takes a lot of everything that I'm going through, it just takes it it takes it from me and it just goes right on the paper. So when I write, it's, it's, it keeps me stress-free and, um, and um, relaxed. And I think that's good for me um, when I'm writing. Would you say that writing is therapeutic for you? Yes, it is. Very. Do you have any? Do you have any type of um, spiritual connection when you're writing? Mm, spiritual. Well, I always have spiritual, but um, um, it's just I just believe in my beliefs and and believe what I'm writing, and that's what keeps me keep on writing. So, so being a survivor of not only breast cancer but of domestic violence, how do you stay focused and not allow um, self pity or you know hurtful feelings to come up and deter you when you're writing? Um, it took a lot. I had to heal myself. It took a lot. It was a lot of pain and a lot of hurt that I couldn't write. But once I started focusing on I'm better than this and I um, deserve better, um, I had to heal myself before I can start basically writing. And I, and I know, um, guys, you all you know that I'm a victim's advocate um, of domestic violence. But... And you all know that, you know, because I say this a lot, um, domestic violence comes in so many forms. It's not only physical, but it's mental and it's verbal. And, it's, you know, you could be intimidating and um, neglect and, and financially. Um, so going through domestic violence and going through surviving breast cancer and being told that, you know, this is you. You need to accept you for who you are um, because, you know, this is how it's going to be, you know, forever. What kind of thoughts were going through your head for somebody to be able to tell you that? Mentally, um, screw your head up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, verbally mess you up. What was going through your head at that time? I really believe that's what um, that's what I was going to get. I wasn't going to be able to... Um 
find anybody or be with anybody. I accepted what was said to me and believed it, and I just turned myself off. I turned my feelings off. I turned everything off. I had no emotion. I had nothing. It was just like whatever was told to me, that's what I believed. And um, to keep being told that you're worthless and to get used to that because you're not a real woman anymore, I accepted that, you know. And and then, I, you know, you think back, you say, okay, you fought cancer. You fought to survive. But what did you just, why, why? And I keep and I ask God, why did you why did you save me to to be put in this place where you got me at where I was at? And um, I believe what was told to me, and that's what I accepted for a long time. And so, what what was your breaking point? What day did you finally wake up and say, you know what? No, I'm better than this. Um, and did you stop? With that question, why did you save me to take me through this? Um, what happened? What made you say, you know, no, I can come out of this. There's so much more for me. Um, there's so much more for me to give to others. But what was your breaking point? When I met this one guy, and um, he made me smile. And... Every day, I I was just like, I was like surprised because (laughs) he was taking down every brick. But, um, (laughs) but I wasn't healed Uh and I didn't want to hurt him. Uh So I did everything to make him not like me. So I pushed him (laughs) away. I'm sorry, you know, I'm not laughing at you, um, because I know you may look back at the at the story and think, you know, how it could have went a totally different way if I just would have um, submitted. Um, and, but I'm going through that, you know, uh, and people ask me a lot, why do I work with the organizations that I work with? You know, I've never been a, um, a survivor of domestic violence. I, I've never, you know, been trafficked. I've never been homeless, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I tell people all the time that we are all gifted with a um, a ministry, and my ministry mm-hmm. is to serve. And so I could do this all day long and talk to people and tell them what they need to do and, you know, uh, make sure that they have the, the life skills they need to be able to move forward after this has occurred. And I could do this all day long but can't take my own advice. And so I laugh because um, – I met this gentleman about two, I think it's been three months now, and we have an awesome, an awesome relationship. But I'm the type of person who always felt like I don't need love, right? Because I watch, I watch strong women, you know, um, in my family do everything on their own. Um, they, they, they took care of their children. They took care of their homes. You know what I'm saying? They went out and they worked their eight to five. Their bank accounts were stacked. They, these women did this on their own without the help of men. So I felt like I'm just that independent. Um, I don't need to be able to rely on anyone else. I don't need love. I don't have a problem giving, showing it, but I don't need it. That's always been my issue. And so mm-hmm. this this man came along, you know, and talking about, you know, God sent him. Okay. And so first of all, that kind of, you know, red light right there, you know, because, you know, a lot of people, I go to church, you know what I'm saying, um, but they don't really talk about um what they prayed for 
and how it came to pass and, you know, how God intervened. They don't talk about stuff like that. And that was all he talked about. And I was still holding on to me. You know, I still have all of these, but I mean, talking about a heart of just ice. And, you know, you had to tear down, you said brick by brick, like he would get through one layer and I don't know, it would just automatically just pop back up. And then he would get through another layer and it would automatically pop, pop back up. And so I feel you on that. And so many times mm-hmm. I've pushed him because I feel like, you know, maybe I'm not really, uh, I'm not really worth the love that you're trying to pour into me. You could be pointed into somebody else. You know, that's, that's my mentality. But I see, um, you know, your resistance. I understand your your resistance. And you lost him, right? Yeah, I lost him. Did he just get fed up and say, you know what, you know, I'm I can't get through to her, I can't make her understand. Um what happened? I um I stopped talking to him. Um <clears throat> Because I didn't want to hurt him. And I know mm-hmm. where my mind was at when I met him, um, I would have hurt him. And he didn't deserve to be hurt. So the best thing that I could have done is just to push him away and let him go. And so once that happened, were you able to, or how, how soon after that happened were you able to realize that, you know what, what he was saying or what he was trying to do or, you know, that, that's the truth. Like, I can, I'm better than that. Or, you know, how soon after that did you realize that? I realized that um, a couple of months after. Because I, I, when I was with him, I just felt whole. I felt mm-hmm. like myself. And... um Knowing that I pushed him away, um, it hurted me more than it hurted him. But um, just a couple of months so, after. Did you write um, this song after? I wrote Take Me, I'm Yours because of him. What do you he hope was to my be inspiration. To... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and so what do you hope um, that people take from this song when they hear the song? To believe in love, that you can be loved. And um, don't run from it. Don't let fear um, push you away from it. I mean, embrace it. If you find that one person that sees you, then that's love. And when you hear my song, that's that's how one wants to be treated. And that's how one should be treated. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Two Lit Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and my special guest, uh, recording artist, Linda Washington. She's just talking about her single, Take Me, I'm Yours. And this is it right here. Oh 
Everybody, it's your girl Lorena Lai here with you guys on ND Fire Radio, hosted by Nakia, playing only the hottest music, and of course me. <laughs> She's so silly. Thank you, Lavina Lai. Uh, make sure that you're listening to her brand new um, song entitled uh, "Your Song." Yes, yeah, off of her sophomore EP, "More of Me." That right there that you just heard was our guest for this evening, recording artist Linda Washington with uh, Take Me, I'm Yours. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Two With Tuesdays with your girl, Nakia, on Indie Fire. And I think every time I listen to this song, um, 
let me back up because I told you guys like her voice. It was just so sweet. It was so kind. It was um, you get pulled in to the song. You actually can listen to what she's saying. They make the words make sense. Um, they, she takes you to a place that you know you've been and a place that you know that you need to be in. And as she mentioned, you know, prior to um, the song being played, she wants the song to be able to let people know that you are capable of loving again, that you're capable of being loved um, if you have someone, you know, and um, you've got that feeling in your stomach, that's the person, like, let that shit happen, all right? That's all I'm saying. And, you know, I'm preaching <laughs> to myself as well. You know, let it happen. Let it happen. But my favorite lines on the song, um, you show me how it feels to love someone that's real. You see the beauty in all my flaws. Because I tell my man that at least four times a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I'm so perfectly imperfect, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He ain't perfect. But I'm just saying, you know, I recognize the things that are wrong with me, the things that need to be fixed, and he recognizes those too, and he's willing to just be there. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> I break up with him every other two days. He's breaking up every other two days. <laughs> Somebody was like, oh, what is that? What is every other two days, yo? Look at your calendar and be like, you know, two days, skip two, two, you know, on two, off two. It's kind of like how we are, you know. But he's willing to um, stay there and, and stick it out. And the more he sticks it out with me, the more I'm I'm understanding that um, the things that I tell other people, especially when it comes to being able to love yourself um, and realizing that somebody else can love you, um, all of that is beginning to, you know, my mind is opening up um, more freely to being able to accept the fact that I can give love, want to show love, you know, do need love. And so as... Um, as Linda stated, you know, um, going through these type of um, horrific events in life, um, going through, and if you're just tuning in, Linda is a survivor of breast cancer um, and a survivor of domestic violence. And so um, being able to tell other people that you are capable of loving that you are capable of allowing yourself to be loved, um, that you are capable of giving love after, you know, she may, and I don't, I don't know what she went through, but I know what the people that I work with have gone through and are still going through. And so it takes a lot of strength and a lot of healing to be able to come to the realization that, you know, I am worthy of um, being loved and I am worthy of, giving love and you know we promote self-love um so much nowadays but i don't really think people are really living it the way that they should and um you talked about you know all of the hurt that you had to endure and the questions that you had to ask you know why me why you saved me to take me through this right here but i feel like you know um the strength that you possess now you're able to be such an inspiration um a motivation a means of empowerment to other women who have gone through this, who may still be in it and not know, you know, the proper steps that they need to take to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Do you use your voice in the community 
to um, be able to bring awareness to both breast cancer and domestic violence? And yes, I do. I, I um, I also have a book out. I'm also a published author. Really? Yes. <laughs> All right. So what's what's the name of your book? It's called Forbidden and Broken: Finding Love Behind the Scars. Finding love. And where is it located? On Amazon.com. On Amazon. All right, you guys, you heard it. Um, Forbidden and Broken, Finding Love Behind the Scars, available on Amazon. Now, what I can I can gather, but you want to talk about your book just a little bit and let the listening audience know what all is in the book? The book is about what I went through. Um, you know how you can tell who your friends are, who your friends not when you're sick. Um, (laughs) you know, who's there for you, who's not. Um, it's basically finding yourself again and believing in yourself again and, um, living beyond your scars. I mean, you know, um, like I said, when I started to date again, um, I was beaten, and um, and then I was raped, and that's when I was told I was worthless and so on and so forth. So in my book, I wrote down all the darkness I had to go through, um, all the hurt, all the pain, and by me writing, it um, it healed me because mm-hmm. it brought out all my anger and my hurt went on my pages. Mm. So um, it's an eye-opener for a lot of women. And um, I know a lot of women um, probably went through the same thing I went through. And some of them probably still live in the same nightmare. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but you have to heal yourself and know when to say enough is enough and that you that you deserve better. And once you do that, then you can start living your life. And I think I see this so much. Um, people that are always looking in from the outside, they always question, you know, why didn't you leave? Why didn't you get out? Why did you continue to allow this to happen? You know, did you like the pain and the suffering? You know, um, ignorant questions uh, and not really ever knowing um, the entire scenario. They don't know what's going on behind those closed doors. You know, sometimes children can be involved and, you know, sometimes it depends upon that individual. And you never know the reasons people not endure um, but have to stay where they are because uh, nobody voluntarily endures that. Um, so your book, you know, as I mentioned previously, I feel that you are the the voice. You know, um, you may have questioned the creator while you were going through it, but I feel like, you know, you came out of it when you needed to come out of it um, to be that voice to other, and I hate to say it, but men as well as women, because you all know that domestic violence is not only, it's not based on one gender. 
Um, so exactly. somebody who may be listening now um, may, you know, that's, this is one reason why I wanted so badly to be able to do the Survivor show um, because I had so many friends, you know, during the month of October um, that they just came out of this. I mean, they were fresh out of it. Um, and the liberation when they spoke now, I mean, it was like, you know, I found everything that I lost, everything that was missing in me. You know, all of this had been, um, or slowly, was being poured back into them. And they had a story that they wanted to tell, and I felt like they needed to tell, um, which, again, is why I'm going to revisit the concept, and we're going to do that show um, in the earlier part of 2020. Um, but I just felt like, you know, you went through, and you can't tell everybody this because some people get offended, and I, and I completely understand, but you were taken through what you went through so that on the opposite side or on the other side, um, you had this story to be able to present to other people, a form of healing. And sometimes, you, you know, you said you have to heal yourself, but sometimes it does take seeing um, what someone else has gone through to give you the courage to be able to say, you know what, no. I haven't always been in this place, and I don't desire to be in this place any longer. You know, show me the way that I need to get out of this, you know. Help me. And so I feel like um, you're that voice. You use Take Me on Yours um, to, to uh, show people that love is it's there. Even once you've gone through all that you've gone through, love is still there. And so, again, I feel like, you know, you're the perfect person to um, empower and uplift. Because a lot of women and men, they stay, once they come out of it, they still stay in this, this, this self-pity, you know. Um, they've lost the respect. And I imagine you were there at one time. They lost the respect for themselves. And um, that's just it. I'm just going to be here. I'm just going to be content, you know. Living like this, I got out of it, now let me just, you know, be here. But then you have those who conquer and they overcome like you did. So I want to salute you, happy for you, I'm proud of you um, for being able to get to the point that you are in now. Are you in a relationship now? No. I'm single. Okay, guys, she said she was single. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm just happy that you're you're at this point that you're at now. Um, That, you know, you're open for dating, right? Yes, I am. This ain't the hookup show or nothing. I don't want nobody to be calling me out for the show. Like, you know, how I get the contact with her. We don't do that here. But the fact that you're open, you know, you're open for dating now. And and, um, that says, that speaks volumes right there. That, That speaks. Bullion. Um, and I know that you, you've only taken this, this um, your career, your music career, seriously, like this year. But have you faced any barriers um, as an independent artist yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you <laughs> <Well>. um, <laughs> it's hard. I, I you know, yeah. Like I said, I just wrote my song just to write my song. I really wasn't thinking about um, a music career. Um, I got offered a record deal. Um, you know, it's a lot. It, you know, then, then the record deal wasn't a good deal. 
it's a lot. It's just like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to handle, a lot to take in. So do you find yourself um, continuing, or will you find yourself continuing to pursue your music career, or was this just, um, this is it right here, I wanted to get this off my chest, and, and it's going to help other people, and but that's it, I'm done with you. No, I was I would do another single. Yeah. I think I can know. Once you do another one, then you'll want to do another one. By <laughs> another time, one, you know yes. Right, in a couple of months, you'll have five, and you're going to throw all of those on one EP, you know what I'm saying? Then you're going to see how good that does, and you're going to be like, yeah, I want to do some more. So, guys, you need to watch out for Linda Washington. You know, she has the voice. Um very talented. She has a story um, to tell, and there's nothing like not having to make up stories, you know, to go into your lyrics. When they're fresh in your mind, when these are life, real, real life experiences that you're using, I think your music tends to flow a lot better. The lyrics tend to flow a lot better, you know, as you're writing them, and, and your song just, it, to me, it just sounds more um, believable because you can relate to um, what the artist is saying in the, in the song. Um, now, as as a female in this industry, have you suffered any um, skepticism or resistance, especially when you talk about, you know, what you've been through? Are people, you know, did they show empathy, you know, did they treat you any type of way because, you know, you say this is what I'm going through? Yeah. And, you know, and it's sad. It's people that you really know, too. It's like family, ah. you know, mm. oh, okay, well, you went through that. Now, you know, um, you're, it's, you you know, it's done, so now you can move right. on. It's not it's not mm. simple. Not and just like you said, they're on the outside looking in, so they don't know what you've been through, you know. So, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Till you get to the point, you, you don't even want to say anything else about it. You know, just leave it alone. Uh, you know, oh, well, you know, you'll be okay. You know, that's what I hear. Oh, you're okay. You're okay. 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 Then your oh, audience. A lot of, your excuse audience, me? Um, your audience is the wrong audience. They're not the people who need to hear Um your story. You need to exactly. focus go in another direction because again, somebody needs to hear. Um and, and, and I I wanna give you an assignment. Look at me. I'm a teacher. I wanna give you an assignment. I want you every day to find somebody different and let them know that they're loved. You don't gotta go into no explanations unless you know y'all build up a conversation or whatever. But every day, I want you to pour in, and it may be something you're already doing, pour in to somebody else every day um, and watch how, watch the difference in your own life. Um, Because you know this, Mm -hmm. one kind word, one kind gesture, holding the door open for somebody, um, smiling at somebody, you know what I'm saying, letting them go in front of you in the line because they got two items and you got 50, you know, Something really small as you never know how that can impact that individual's day. And so I don't want you to dwell on 
what you went through and how I wish I would have had somebody just to come up to me and be like, you know what, I love you today, Linda. You know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to be fine today, Linda. Um, mm-hmm. Things are going to get better for you, Linda. You know what I mean? Don't think about those things. Um, moving forward, pour into somebody every day and just watch how it changes your life for the better. Well, can I say something? Yes. Um, I do that every day. I am a nurse. I and said, I love I taking care of people. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love taking care of people. And I and I've been doing that forever and I enjoy what I do. So I know what I went through, I've seen people worse than what I went through. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, I didn't ask that in the beginning. I told you my questions kind of go off the energy that I'm getting. Um, <laughs> all, all positive energy, all good vibes, you know, um, from Linda. If you're just tuning in, you're live on Two It Tuesdays. I'm on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and my special guest this evening, recording, uh, recording artist, Linda Washington. We just played her single, Take Me On Yours, released this year. Okay, what are we in? November? All right, so uh-huh. my, like, by like March, May, April, we're gonna have another single out. <clears throat> okay? You will. We're gonna play it. So, right, see? See? Look at her. <laughs> She'll have her second single out, and I can't wait to be able to debut it right here on uh, Indie Fire. If you had one word to describe you at this phase in your life, um, would it be anger, desire, pride? Joy, the past. Joy. Why joy? Because I'm right now at the point in my life I want to enjoy my life. Um, I've been down for so long. It's time for me to live my life. Awesome. But the one word I would have used was amazing. <laughs> For somebody to bounce back, um, somebody to be told that um, because of what she endured, she wasn't a real woman anymore. Um, For her to come back and use the descriptive word amazing, um, just it speaks. It speaks volumes uh, to the type of woman that she is, the resilience that I feel that she possesses, um, and her strength. I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity now, Linda, to go ahead and get, if you have content information out, social media information out, if anyone's interested in, um, you know, we've given out the info for uh, the book, but if you're interested in, you know, if they're purchasing or streaming your you're single, um, contacting you for any, I don't know, they want to get you in a club, they want you to sing, they want to collab with you for whatever the need may be. If they're listening live or if they come back and listen to a playback show, the floor is now yours to get your contact information out. Well, you can get my song on SoundCloud, um, Spotify. It's out there everywhere. Amazon Music. Um, you can contact me on Facebook. 
um, basically just on Facebook. Um, I think that's it. Instagram, Twitter. You can reach me on Twitter at dot. I mean at l i n two zero zero three, at and Twitter l i n l w two zero zero three, on Facebook under Linda Washington, under my book Forbidden and Broken, Finding Love Behind the Scars, on Facebook. Um, I think that's it. All right, guys, okay. she gave out the information. Um, I believe Instagram was LIN2003. And Twitter L-I-N-F. was LIN. Go ahead. Instagram was LINLW2003. That's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then Twitter is LIN2003. Uh-huh. Got it. Linda Washington on Facebook and the book also, um, Forbidden and Broken, Finding Love Behind the Scars, is available on Amazon.com. Thank you again, Linda, again. Thank you again, Linda, again. Yeah, all right, you get the point. Thank you again, Linda, (laughs) for being here with me this evening. Again, you could have been anywhere this evening, but you've taken the time to give so freely of yourself, um, sharing with myself and my listening audience, and I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. So very welcome. Guys, make sure that you're tuning in back here uh, Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, we'll have motivational speaker, author, entrepreneur, counselor, Kiwan Fitch-Webster. And then back again on Saturday, the 9th of November um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Dream Wake Work publishing author J.A. Butler. All right? And as always, I want to leave you with a quote. Information is not knowledge. Knowledge is not wisdom. Wisdom is not truth. Truth is not beauty. Beauty is not love. Love is not music. But music is the best. That's Frank Zappa. Until Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, have a good night.